Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, 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 and a gracious good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all out there in cyberspace and radio land and wherever you may be hearing the sound of our voice today. We thank God that it is a brand new day in the Lord, and we are rejoicing and so, so, so thankful to be a part of the day. My name is Elder Coilette James, and I am your host. I thank you for joining us on the It's Real radio broadcast, Real Talk on Real Issues. And also in the studio with me this morning is the funny man himself, Mr. D.L. Henry. How you doing, sir? What it is, Minister Cole, you that. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you? It's so good to be hey. in the land of the women. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Are you pinching yourself? Uh, yeah, you know what I am. You know what? Let me let me just go ahead and say this uh, to both of you uh, while I'm here. I love y'all. God knows love too, I love you, two ladies, with everything in me. And I just want you to know. You know, we don't tell people that mean something to us that we love them enough. And you know what? Tomorrow is my promise. And I'm starting to realize that more and more. Each day as I get older Because you know what The day you're born is the day that you start dying So think about it and Go ahead and say what you mean Amen Amen Well I, I'm totally blown away by you this morning Because you're here bright and early and on time And our sister has not joined the line yet So that's a switch <laughs> Oh, man, you're one up on her. You're one up on her. But we do have a guest in studio with us this morning, and it is such an honor and a privilege to have him online with us because week after week, show after show, you guys always hear his voice. He is the creator of our theme song, Mr. Deontay Atkinson Third. Um, affectionately known as Deanie by those close to him and by Dion just by his friends, you know. But but those like me that have known him almost all his life, (laughs) we know him as Deanie. But welcome to the show, sir. Thank you so much. It's a privilege and honor to to share with you guys. Amen, amen. You are going to have to come off the speaker or your headset if you're on either one. Um, because okay. it's giving just a little bit of a feedback. 
Okay. Um, so we're going to have to, there, there we go. Um, so, amen. What's, what's good with you? What's good with you in the land of the living this morning? So that seems to be our theme. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, just, just doing the uh, family thing right now, you know. Got a 10-month-old son and just being a father, learning how to be a father and, you know, enjoying myself. And it's it's, it's certainly a privilege and an honor to, to uh, you know, to go in this direction and, you know, raise a family and take care of a family and lead my family to where God wants me to lead them, you know. So that's what I've been doing, you know, working on uh, music and ministry. And that's that's the basic, that's the basis of my life. So it's a privilege, though. Oh, well, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so it is such a wonderful transition in life when we become responsible for these little gifts of life that God oh, yes. gives us. It it totally changes the scope of things <laughs> completely. Most definitely. I know DL knows about that. He's got three boys, huh? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I got I got three boys and I'm trying to tell you I understand what you're talking about. You tell my family, you should have just said, I want to be fruitful and multiply like <laughs> God. <laughs> Amen. Say, be obedient. I tell people, my family, we, we, we read that verse in the Bible where it says, be fruitful and multiply, and we are the family of multiplication. I was a only child. I had two, and each one of them have four. And those grands mm. are now working on their little litter. So it's like, wow. And, we, and we Benny, I want to yeah, tell we, you, ain't nothing wrong with practice. Keep practicing. Right. <laughs> Good marriage. Oh. Practice makes perfect, though. You are so <laughs> silly. Chaba, yes, sir. So silly, so silly. Well, um, Dini, you are the Minister of Music for the New Bethany Family Worship Center for All Nations. Really, what what does that mean? We hear a lot of people, you know, who have titles and what have you, but kind of give us a backdrop of what it means to be a minister of music. Uh, you know, um, I was taught and I'm continu- continually learning right now um, to be a minister of music is um, you have to, First and foremost, go before God and uh, and seek seek His face and and you want to know what He wants for that that service or that meeting. Um, so it's a it's a daily thing where you have to worship Him daily, not just on a Sunday. Um, so it's it's really um, I really go before God and 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 I want to know what the Father wants and how he wants to be worshipped and it's my job to to do that and also to judge the atmosphere uh wherever I am. You know, um no no song will do, you know, it's 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 about having the song of the Lord and you have to judge the atmosphere because, you know, you can sing anything but if that's not where God is going, if that's not where he's uh you know, where he's present, you know, you just, you know, singing a mist. Uh, just singing vapors, and you know, you know, he inhabits the, the praises of his people. So uh, it's one of those things that you know you have to be prepared. Uh, you have to live a lifestyle of holiness and sanctification and righteousness. Um, no, we're not perfect. Uh, you know, some ministers of music have that title of you know 
we could be like, you know, scumbags sometimes and live a, a life of uh of sin and, you know, just doing doing anything from a Monday through Saturday and then Sunday, you know, we get up there and, you know, giving people what they want and not what God wants and um mm-hmm. you know, God judges that and and it's our job and our duty to to set the tone, set the atmosphere, uh not for us to be heard but for God to make himself known and, and to present himself to his people and also to to uh to set the atmosphere for the for the man or woman of God that's going to speak on that day. Um, you know, and we want we want to see miracles, signs and wonders and we want to be the miracle signs and wonders. So, you know, it's, it's it starts with worship and it starts with your life. You know, you know, you worship him with your life. It's not just with uh, a song or a melody, but how you live, you know. So, um, you know, I don't think everybody gets it, especially I, I've, I've grown up in church all my life, and I've been acquainted with other musicians and other people, and I've been one of those that just, you know, just went to church on a Sunday like it was a, a, a religious duty and not a delight, and um, and I was never effective. You know, you might see someone throwing their hands up or might cry or snot or whatever, and you think you're doing something, and, and it's because of you. But, you know, you know, like the Bible says, uh, you know, your gifts, it comes without repentance. So you can be gifted in that area, but, you know, if God is not in it, um, what effect is it, you know? Um, what are we really doing? Are we just wasting our time, or, you know, are we really going to, Sit there in the presence of God and sit before His face and 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 the desire what He wants and you know act upon what He wants for us and you know and you know what the Bible says you know those that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth so you know we know that God is truth you know that Christ is truth and and it's all about getting into our Word and knowing Him for ourselves and you know like I said when you go in on Sunday you know just asking God like. What do you want us to go today? You know, what what are you looking for? How do you want to be worshipped? And you know, not going on our own uh our own will and desires. So that's that's what I see and what I what I think a musician uh, a, a minister of music is, you know, its basic job and duty is. Now how did you make the transition? Because you said at one time you were like so many others that, you know, just went to church on Sunday because that was what you were supposed to do. How did you make right. that transition to cross over into the knowledge and the anointing to, to be able to flow in the anointing of God? Uh I believe it was just seeing the um seeing the what God was doing in my father's life, uh He's a, a prime example of a, a true worshiper, not just a preacher or apostle or a, a person that gives the good news, but just seeing his lifestyle and knowing, like, every time I went to church on a Sunday during the times that I wasn't living right, um, it was I was I was being convicted. And um, mm-hmm. I didn't want to bring reproach to, to God nor my father or my mother. And it was something that, you know, I was really worried about not bringing reproach towards my family than God, you know, mm. and I know, you know, God sees everything he knows all, but it was just something yeah. about my, my mother and father that, you know, I didn't want to damage the family's name. And it was by the grace of God. I mean, things that I was involved in that, you know, God didn't expose me 
but he mm. allowed me to to get it right between me and him, between me and the father, and 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 he he set me in a mirror, and I looked on and looked at myself, and you know I knew there was more. I knew that um, where the ministry was going, where I was needed, it was it was very pivotal, and I had to get engaged, or I was going to get left, you know. And mm-hmm. it was one of those things. I just didn't. I didn't want to die in my sin. I didn't want to, uh, you know, be another statistic of, of a, another church musician doing his due and doing this and that. And you know, I just wanted to be more effective for Christ. And I just, you know, got into the word myself. Uh, you know, for many years, I always had my father, mother, grandmother, and those that were around me. Uh, you know. They were walking Bibles and walking words, and uh, I knew I wanted it, but I knew it came with a price, and I didn't want to pay that mm. price. So the older I got, you know, it was just one of those things. I just had to make a choice and a decision, uh, you know, uh, for Christ I live or, or Christ I die. So, um, you know, it was just it was a great transition, and I'm still learning, you know, because we're we're continuing to learn, we're continuing to learn God and to learn Christ. So. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. To the day I, I, I take my last breath, it's going to be a continuing on, you know, uh, to yeah. to learn this thing. Yes, we, we never stop learning. I I, I tell all. people all the time until I hear "Well done, <laughs> thy good and faithful servant," yeah. then I'm not done. <laughs> so Most you know, definitely. until that point, you know, you you you're constantly growing in the Lord. Tell me about your your music, Charlestown music. What what's Charlestown about? Tell me about that. Uh, well, Charlestown, Charles is my middle name. Uh, so okay. it's just something I just came up with, um, like my own little domain, my own little, uh, what you want to say, uh, just sphere of this is my. Mm-hmm. I'm creative. Um, this is my music. Uh, this is what God has given me. Um, you know, what God has given you, no one can take from you. You know, we're all unique in our own way. Uh, we all were shaped differently, even though we're all humans. We all believe the same, but mm-hmm. we're all different. That's how unique mm-hmm. God is. And um, it was just one of those things I just came up with, uh, and I just ran with it. And um still doing it, you know. Um, my music really based on, I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't against secular music. Um, I wasn't just trying to go after the secular artists uh, that I, w- I was working for, but it was just um, an open door, uh, you know, to also share the gospel and not mm-hmm. to be conformed of the world, but to be a light. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I know a lot of, uh, of Christians and believers are against uh, the secular music and, it's it's all how you look at it, um, and my and this is my own opinion. Um, a lot of secular music, it, it's it's uh, now these days, it's very demonic. It is um, very sexist, and you know everybody's doing their own thing, and it's a crazy lifestyle. But you know, for me, um, it's a tool. Um, so I'm, I'm, I really focus not just on secular music, I also do gospel music, but I'm just a creator. I just create music. That's what mm-hmm. God has given me to do, and I just run with it. And if he tells me not to do it, I don't do it. I don't go against his will. 
But when he opens the door, I run to that door because I know that on the other side, you know, God has something in store, not for me, but someone else that I might be connected with because mm-hmm. somebody else's life is on the line, you know, of, you know, suicide or depression, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But he has given me that tool to uh, to help bring the lost um, back to him and to reconcile those that, the, even the fallen away, you know, to bring them back to him. So it's just a tool that, you know, God has given me. You know, D.L. says this all the time, and I'll let him speak to it, that um, he is a comedian, but he doesn't really want to be boxed into just being a Christian comedian. God has given him a a gift to be funny. He is a child of God, but he can share his gift anywhere. Um, And what I'm hearing from you is you're a musician. God has given you the gift to make music to share it yes. wherever. It, the, the difference is you're giving glory to him in the midst of it. Um, yes. D.L., for you, I mean, I'm just hearing hearing what Dion is saying. How does that, you know, how does that relate to or equate to basically what you said about, you know, your walk as far as, you know, not wanting to be boxed in? Well, I think that's what happens with most of us that's walking this, this Christian journey, um, that, uh, you know, we, we can't be too saved, we can't be too carnal. You know, we have to have what I call a balance in your life. If you eat too much, it's gluttony. If you don't eat enough, it's malnutrition. So, therefore, we have to find balance uh, in our life, and that's what God requires of us. He doesn't require us to be on one end of the spectrum so far from the other end of the spectrum. If we say that, you know what, this is the gift that God has blessed us with, yes. But guess what? The biggest example that you're going to ever be, no matter what you do, is your walk. Right. I can go in a club and do my same routine without cursing everything, and people are laughing and not even realizing that uh, I didn't curse through the entire thing. It was just funny. But mm-hmm. it also gives you that opportunity to minister to someone because when they recognize that you don't curse, it allows them to say, "You know what? I can do this thing without being vulgar. I can do I can I can do music without it being sexual. It could be loving. It could help couples. It could mend divorces because yes. music is really the universal language. So if yes. we put ourselves in a box, then we don't reach the universe. We just reach yes. one end, which the Christian community yes. is just a small portion of it." But if we're heir and joint heirs of Christ, which we are, then why are we uh, blessing the universe instead of the small portion of the Christian community? Yes. Amen. I agree. I would like to play a, um, a small snippet of, uh, of one of Dion's um, songs. It's called Time. Hold on one moment here. Don't you see? Time is running out for me. Don't you see, push it to the edge and I'll fall free. It's the end of all as we know it. Time will only fold if we play
know, listening to that, I love the beat, by the way, um, but listening to that, it's like that could go either way, you know? Let me, um, let me say something. Let me say, let me say, can I say something real quick? Please, can I, please. I need to say this. That is fire. Now, I have a recording through that fire. You can play that anywhere. But let me tell you what yes, the sir. difference is going to be. The difference in, you can play that in the club and people are going to rock to it and jam to it. But the difference is that it's made by God's anointing. So it's going to touch mm-hmm. places that they don't even realize that it's transforming because it's been made by someone that's anointed. Mm-hmm. They don't know that. It just makes them feel a certain way. It brings yes, about sir. change when you hear it. Yes, sir. See, see music, the, what contaminates music a lot of times is the lyrics. And the spirit that's behind the music. But when you have a great spirit. Definitely the spirit behind it. Right. So, but when you have a great spirit, like Denny, then that music can transform lives. And people not even realize they bounce into it, but they're feeling good. And they don't even realize, man, this is just making me feel real good. Yes, sir. Because of the one that actually produced it. Mm-hmm. It's a God-produced yes, track. That's the difference. Yes, sir. And it and it's universal, where it just doesn't reach. You know, the the, the word of God talks about every community. The The word of God talks about the prophet that's called for the minstrels to prophesy (laughs) on the instruments. And I believe that the prophetic in music will come through based on, as you just said, Yale, the spirit that's behind the person that produced it, you know. Um, and I agree that, you know, wherever. I, when, when he sent the song to me, I was like, I like that. <laughs> that's cool. Miss right. Tanya, what's going on with you today, girl? Hello, hello, beautiful people. Well, I tell you, you're ready for next week. No, no. <laughs> you, I was out there acting like Jan and Boom. No, I was doing yard work and cutting down trees. <laughs> Lord. I told DL he flipped the script this morning. He was on time and ready, it, and you weren't there. And it was like, well. <laughs> That's why he was on time. That's why you was at work on time, because you knew I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to listen to that song because I know you got good vibes always going on. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All the time. It. I remember I when you was a little French fry. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm you know, telling you, you're embarrassing you the man. Good God of mine. You know, man, I was there, love. Yes, he is. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, my God. He's a grown man now. He's a mental abuse. Back in the day, for real, okay? Man. Because as we, as we've kind of talked about, and you alluded to your family and what have you, and and you've almost you know you've pretty much touched on this, but I want to ask the direct question. I mean, coming from 
the royalty um, in the word and in the spirit that you come from with your your great-grandparents and your grandparents and your parents, how has that impacted your, your ministry? Um, because we're getting ready to go into the word, and you're going to share the word. We've talked about your music, but you also share the word, and we're going to allow you to do that momentarily. But how has yes, yes. coming from such a rich lineage of the spirit of God impacted you? Uh, well, for the longest, I was running from it. Uh, it was something I didn't want. Um, from being a young child, I was always told that, you know, I was going to preach the gospel. And when you hear preach, that's like a scary word because you're thinking about <laughs> you, you got to stand up in front of a crowd and, you know, a podium and, you know, give your two cents or whatever, you know, God has given you. But the older I got, I just grew into it. Um and I just had to let the spirit of Christ uh, really just take over because, you know, it's not it's not me or it's not us when we get in front of people, whether it's two people, whether it's a spouse or, uh, you know, hundreds of people. But, you know, it's just it's Christ um, in you. You know, you're giving Christ to them. So um, just growing up and watching my father, mother, grandmother, uh, and certain people in my life, it was just one of those things that, you know, I had to just embrace sooner or later, you know, and when you run from it, it gets worse. You know, the fire is under you, mm-hmm. and God, he, he knows exactly what to put on you to to get you out and to pull you out. So um, I was cut from a... Let me ask a, you a, this. A, do, you feel, do you feel sure. as... Cause we always hear about PKs, which is preacher's kids, which you are, obviously. Yes. Um, do you feel the attack is greater on PK's lives to keep them out there in the world than, like, just the average person? Yes, indeed. I think the attack on the the uh, the leader's family period is, is crucial and pivotal because if, if mm. Satan can attack the, the head, then he can get the rest of the body. So if you have mm-hmm. uh, the head of the church all discombobulated and... and, and and uh, not sure in his calling and um, vacillating and straddling the fence, then you have the rest that's going to be like, okay, well, if he's doing it, then I can do it. And, mm. you know, dealing with PKs, uh, it's the attack is real, man. I, I've dealt with things in my life that you were like, wow, like this is a, uh, it's serious because we're that next generation. You know, we're the, the next yeah. to, to 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 grab the baton and run with it, you know. Um, so who, it's like, who's the next generation that's going to come after? Who's up there right now? You know, who's going to carry mm-hmm. the weight? Who's going to bear mm-hmm. the glory of what you know, what your father, your mother had, you know? And so the the attack is 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 real. And thing is, that's why we have to know Christ for ourselves. You know, and and mm. Satan will attack you when you know he, when he knows that you have no ground to stand on, uh, when you're just living mm. off your mother, your father's relationship, and not your own relationship with Christ. So you know, it's based off your relationship and how you fellowship with Christ Himself. And if you don't have that, then we just you know just wait to explode at the end of the day. Wow, that's real. It tells us that you know more than ever. Um, it gives us a greater prayer assignment for our leaders and their families, you know, yes. to know 
how the enemy comes at through through the back door, so to speak, you know, to pull the yes. head down, as you said. Wow. Yes. All right. Well, sir, uh, we're going to give you the floor and just let the Lord use you. Yes, ma'am. Well, you know, I just uh, I was uh, reading in Romans uh, eight. Uh, 1819, and it talks about how the world awaits for the manifestation of, of the sons of God to appear. Um, and at this moment in our in our life, uh, especially in this time, um, the world is looking for an answer. It doesn't know where to turn to. Uh, it's constantly uh, fighting against God and Christ himself, but until we as sons and daughters uh, come up to the stature and come up to the knowledge and the uh, the ability that God has given us. They're waiting on us. Um, we are the miracle. We are the signs. We are the wonders. You know, and um, one of the questions that God was asking and he wanted me to ask others was, you know, what is keeping and holding the spirit in us uh, from manifesting and from being used completely by God? And uh, why do some of us lack the the attributes and the qualities of Christ, you know, um, we are aware that, you know, the spirit man and the flesh are constantly uh, raising war, you know, over our minds. And, you know, in the Bible, it says in uh, Romans, I believe, 12 and 2, you know, don't be conformed to this world, um, you know, this age, you know, fashioned after and adapted to its external uh, superficial customs, you know, but be transformed um, by the renewal of your mind. Um, so, you know, our mind is where, you know, the, the battle begins and our mind is, is, is one of the main areas where the enemy will attack, you know, um, an important question that we must uh, ask ourselves is that, you know, what are we feeding the most? You know, are we, are, are we feeding our spirit man or, you know, are we feeding our flesh? And, you know, we, we constantly feed our flesh because the flesh desires so much, you know. Um, and Philippians 2 and 5, it says, uh, let this same attitude and purpose, uh, you know, be in you, the same mind being you, which is in Christ Jesus, you know. Um, we must confess and believe that, you know, and act upon the fact that we have the mind of Christ. You know, Christ, has, he has given us this, his same mind. You know, the Bible says, he said that greater works will we do, we will perform, you know. So, you know, how do we... Um, how do we as sons and daughters uh, begin to engage and live out what Christ said when he stated that, you know, greater works will we do? And how do we become the miracle, the sign, and the wonder? And I just wanted to share some uh, some key points with you guys. Um, you know, we must take note that, you know, Without prayer and fasting, uh, we have no ground. Um, and in Mark chapter 9, uh, when the disciples were having a hard time casting out a demon that was uh, was laying dormant in a young boy, and, and Christ said to them, you know, this kind only can be cast out by prayer and fasting. You know, we must spend time in prayer and fasting in order to know the heart and mind of God and and to hear what he is saying and what he is not saying, and also to heed instruction. Um, you know, without 
without relationship and without fellowship, not religion, uh, we we also have no ground to stand on. Um, and importantly, without the spirit of Christ, uh, which is the Holy Spirit, we have no ground as well. You know, in another passage of Scripture, and uh, I believe that's Romans, in Romans 8, it says, um, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Um, you know, meaning that God only identifies with what he has placed and planted in us, you know, and Amen. that is not the things of the flesh, uh, but the things of the spirit. Um, the 14th verse uh, in Romans, the 8th chapter, it says, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, uh, they are the sons of God, you know, so... Uh, we have many believers, you know, sitting in the four walls of the church building, you know, but they lack spirit-filled believers, you know. Uh, we have many churchgoers, but many lack power to be effective in this lost world. So you, you then have those that, you know, that claim to have the fruits of the spirit, um, but they lack love. And, you know, to have not love means mm. you don't have Christ. And, and Christ doesn't have you. You know, the Bible says in uh, Jeremiah 31 and 3, uh, the Lord appeared from of old to me, Israel, saying, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn you and continued my faithfulness in you. And in order to draw the lost or even uh, those that have fallen away, uh, we must draw them with love of the love of Christ. Um, you know, we, we know and understand that uh, we are in the world, but we are not of it. Um, for those of us that have uh, received and have been filled with, the, you know, the precious Holy Spirit, we have to to continue to ask the Father for a continuous refilling, you know, and for a fresh outpouring of the Spirit, you know. To be acquainted with the Spirit is not just, a, a, you know, a one-time experience, you know. Um, it's not just a quick fix. But you know, it's a out, it's an ongoing fellowship, you know, an ongoing wanting, and a wanting and yearning for the Spirit of Christ, you know. So you know, um, there are there were uh, three key points uh, uh, also that you know God had given me um, that I believe that is pivotal and I wouldn't say just elementary, but it's important for us to to know is that you know we must. We must know our identity and um, our purpose and our destiny, you know, and to to know your identity is to know that, you know, we were first made in the image and likeness of our father. Um, in Genesis 1 and 27, it says, uh, so God created man in his own image, and in the image and likeness of God, he created him, male and female. Uh, the Bible also states in Colossians 3 and 10, clothe yourselves with the new spiritual self, uh, which is ever in the process of being renewed and remodeled into uh, fuller and more perfect knowledge upon knowledge, uh, you know, after the likeness of him who created it. So to know your identity is to know that you and I have been hidden in Christ. Uh, not only have you been hidden in Christ, uh, but we are also put on him daily. You know, we put on Christ daily. Uh, this walk is, is a thing where, you know, if we don't put him on when we get up in the morning, like uh, anything can go, you know. 
So we are faced with so much throughout the day and throughout our lives. And if we don't have Christ in us, I mean, you know, where where's the, the our direction coming from? Where's our, our hope and our strength coming from? Um, so that you know, it, it's it's very pivotal to to know and trust and believe that um, we we do have the mind of Christ. Um, uh, I believe our purpose is is to know, you know, that we we were made to serve, you know, as Christ Himself served. Um, many of us would rather be served than to serve. You know, many of us would rather uh, receive something than to give. Uh, in Mark ten uh, ten and forty five, it says, "For even the Son of Man came not to have service rendered to Him." Um, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for instead of many. You know, uh, Christ is the perfect example of uh, of what service really looks like, you know. Um, he, he really wasn't looking to, you know, get a pat on the back by others uh, or, you know, to hear someone speak highly of him, of, of what he's doing, um, even though he was, uh, you know, he was he was working in the miracles and the signs and the wonders and, and the different the things that he was he was doing. But you know, Christ came simply to to serve the generation then and um, the generation now, and to redeem back the family of God uh, unto Himself. Okay. Um, which because you know sin, you know we once were separated from from our Father, but because of Christ's willingness and obedience to serve. And we have to remember that his his service to mankind, uh, you know, we now have been called the sons of God, just because he he came to serve. You know, we have that right now. We have the right to be called the sons of God. You know, um, and you know, speaking of the, you know, I was talking about our purpose and our our, our identity, and now dealing with our destiny. Uh, you know, to to know your destiny. Is to know if um, if we suffer with him, we will also reign with him. Um, yeah. The Bible also says in Philippians, uh, I believe that's one twenty one, um, for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. You know, in in order to reach our destination and to fulfill our destiny, uh, you know, we must recognize in order to live, we must die. You know, um, not just in the sense of a physical death. But we must die to this, you know, this this flesh, our our desires. Um, we must die to this old man and now put on the new man, uh, which is Christ in us, the hope of glory. You know, um, you know. So it's it is time for us to, you know, really venture out, you know, out of the four walls that we call church. I mean, we know that we are the church, these these earthen vessels, uh, these temples. Mm-hmm. Um, but we must venture out of these four walls. Um, and be led by the spirit that, you know, that would tell us where to go, you know, and to compel those that are lost, you know. And um, Christ, he he commanded us uh, to 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 do these things and and the things which, you know, consist of evangelizing, uh, you know, healing the sick, uh, raising the dead, free those that are held captive, you know, free those that are stricken in the mind, you know. Those are the things that that God is looking for because um, 
people, when they see us, we might be the only Christ they might see. You know, they might not hear an audible voice, or they might not um, experience God in, in that way that we might think they should, but on our jobs or in our in our work fields or, you know, our, our different ventures of life, you know, we might be the only Christ that they see, and we must live that life, you know. Um, it's you, We can only do so much talking, but just living the life, you know, they will read our lifestyle, you know, and, Amen. you know, we are, you know, we are, like, we are glory bearers, and, and we bear his glory, and, you know, we are known by the fruit we bear, so if if we say we are Christians, if we're talking a lot and we're talking too much, but they see something contrary to what we say, we're bringing our father reproach, you know, and mm. we don't want to be a stumbling block for the next person because they're they going to believe that it's okay to do what we want, when we want, and, you know, and to say that we are believers. And so um, it's it's very crucial that, you know, that we do evangelize. And he has given us power to do these things. You know, he's given us the power to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to free those that are held captive. This is nothing new, but it's, it's sometimes new to us because we're not in the word like we should be, you know. Um, and that's why it's so crucial to to have the Holy Spirit to be to to sit and to have that weight of glory to sit on you and to to penetrate your heart because you know we are we are the answer for those that are lost you know and and when Christ, when God sees us he doesn't see the imperfection he sees the the the, the perfectness that which is His Son Jesus Christ you know. Um, the Bible says, uh, for the Lord thy God hath not given you the spirit of fear, um, but the power of, power of love and a sound mind. You know, and, and God said that I will never leave you nor forsake you. Um, my, one of my favorite scriptures uh, is uh, Psalms uh, 139, uh, that would be 7 through 10. It says, you know, where could I go? And this is when David was, was talking to God. He said, where could I go from this spirit? Uh, you know, or where could I flee from your presence? You know, if I send up into the heaven, you know, you are there. If I make my bed in, in hell, you know, you are there. Um, if I take the wings of the morning or dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, you know, even there shall your hand lead me and your right hand shall hold me. You know, and by knowing and, and believing and agreeing with God about these things, you know, that he has placed within us, you know, we believe and confess that, you know, if, if God before us, then then who could be against us? You know, what what do we really have to lose? You know, um, no man can do anything to us, you know. And if we know our purpose and if we know our destiny, if we know our, our, our identity, then, you know, from there, God can take us anywhere, you know. And like I hear my father say, you know, and, and he has to cut you in order to, to use you, you know. And we don't want to be cut, you know, we don't want to go through the crucible. We don't want to be tried by the fire, you know. We just want to be sent and and, and, and just do and do and do and, and not be led and not sit and, and hear the voice of God and sit in his presence and stay quiet before him and, and, and ask God, like, God, where, where, where are you taking me? Where, where, where do you want me to go? Um, do you want me to sit, you know, and, and we have a hard time sitting under the word. Like, 
where we are right now in our ministry. We're a word church, and it's it's hard for some people. You know, people just want a quick fix or, you know, go to church like, a, you know, everyday thing or Amen. every Sunday thing and yeah. and just, you know, do the 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 religious duty and not sit under mm-hmm. the word and dissect the word and 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 hide the word in, in our hearts. You know, the Bible says, you know, I hide your word in my in my heart that I might not sin against you. So we 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 struggle with the some of the simple things that, that seem simple but it's a it's a daily struggle for those that that, that don't stay before God and, and sit and wait in his presence, you know. Um, so we must allow Christ to to manifest himself uh, through us and in us, and uh, we must take take it to heart that you know the world is waiting for us to manifest and show them that you know we uh, we have the answer, and the answer is Jesus Christ. You know, and, and it's time now to demonstrate God's glory. Uh, you know, we don't walk in fear, but we we go in Christ alone and Christ only. Um, you know, like I said, like who can separate us from the love of Christ? You know. No one, nothing, you know. Um, Christ said in John uh, 16 and, and 33, you know, I have told you these things, you know, so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. Perfect peace and confidence. You know, in the world you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustrations, but be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain, for I have overcome the world. So if he has overcome the world, he did it for us. So if he has overcome the world, that means we have overcome the world, you know. Um, Like the Bible says, great is he that is within you and he that is within the world. So we we must know and we must be for sure and certain who we serve Um, and getting over ourselves, getting over our our own uh, problems, you know. It's it's too much going on right now to, to just think about me and my four. And no more, you know, as my father says, and, and we, must, we must take courage and and, and 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 know and believe and trust God that you know, you know what He has started, He is faithful to complete. You know what He has started in you, what He has started in me, He's faithful to complete. He made a promise. You know, our God, He cannot lie, He cannot change, uh, nor He's the Son of a Man that He shall repent. If He said it, then He's going to do it. He's going to make it good. Yeah. So we have to be sure and confident in the God that we serve and the Christ that we serve. He has given us the keys to the kingdom. He has given us the keys to get wealth. He has given us the keys to be prosperous. He has given us the keys to to set the captives free, to heal the sick. Once again, it's going back to what Christ did and what he wants us to do. So we we take courage and I take courage for myself knowing that, you know, in Christ in me, the hope of glory, you know, I can't do nothing without him. With him, I can do anything, you know. And that's that's the basis of what, you know, I wanted to share with you guys. Of just, you know, knowing our identity and our purpose and, and our destiny. So that's that's all I really have for right now to give to you. Amen. That's a good word. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Awesome Praise God. Amen. Amen. Um, you're you're so, so, so right on point. You know, we need to know our destiny and who we are in God, who he created us to be. It's vital for our existence. 
you know, that there are some godly men and women, okay, that have come together in the Lord. You know, it's like you've aligned your life with the call of God that's on it, and that's vital. And you're raising another generation that will do the same. As you said, you know, what was really profound for you to, to change your lifestyle is that you did not want to bring reproach against your family. Yes. You didn't want to bring reproach against God because God knew everything you were doing and he could see everything yes. that you were doing. That's vital. You know, that's yes. vital. And even in the word that you just gave, yes, creation is moaning and groaning for the sons of God to rise up and take their rightful place. And it begins in people like you. You know, yes. it begins in this new generation standing up and saying, you know what, just because there's a flow out there in the world that says this is what you're supposed to be doing at this age and at that age, I don't have to get in that flow, okay? Mm. I can get into the spirit of God and flow in what he called my life to be. Uh-huh. Yes. And that's what yes. I see, you know, transpiring with you and Devante and and Tay Tay, you know, and and other young men. It's just it's so incredible to see the youth arising. We we are the older generation now, okay. And it's like it's kind of deep when I have to come to that realization. I'm going. Okay, really? I'm the older generation now? But I really am. I I really am. It's like, okay, I'll be 60 in two months. You know, you're 30. You're you're the today's voice. You see what I'm saying? I, I still have a voice, but mine is now to be the mother's. You know, to right, to be exactly. the elders and to to speak into the youth and be that example. But to see young men and women like you and Jessica and 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 uh, Monty and and Liza and just you know Lisa and everybody that I can see, you know, in their twenties and thirties that are now stepping up to the plate and saying, you know what. They've given us a bad rap You know, they put the stigmatism on us But that's not who we are Right You know, and it it makes my soul leap It really, really does And it does my heart so good And I'm so proud of you I really am Um, Because I know (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen you grow up You know, and I'm so proud of of what God is doing, yet doing in your life. And you are the voice of the future, you know. And That's because right. you're taking the stand to stand up and, and be accountable unto God, you, you're raising a young man that will do the same thing. Asher will be just That's like right. that, you know, because That's, That's right. the example he's seeing. That was the example you saw in your home. You yes, know, ma'am. and it had a profound effect. So I just I encourage all that those that are listening, and I would just encourage you, you know, that if you if you have a young man or a young woman that you know is struggling possibly with their identity of who they are in the Lord, you know, versus what the world is calling them to do, that you would play this broadcast for them, that they can hear from a young man who speaks. But from his heart and know that, you know, there is another way. There is a better way. You know, as the word of God said, let us present to you a more excellent way. Excellent yes. way. Not to just, you know, I, I listened to a message that your father delivered a couple of nights ago. Powerful word. Oh, my God. Powerful word. Yes. But in it, he was talking about, you know, don't just sire kids, you know, children. Don't Don't just give, you know plant your seed and keep going, you need to father them. 
you know, yes. we, we, you need to father them. The, the fathers need to rise up and, and have that father-son relationship, you know. And if, yes. if your physical father did not give you that, then you need to rise up in God and have yes. that father-son relationship so that your world will be transformed. But in transforming your world, as I'm listening to you today, Dion, in transforming your world with God, you've transformed the world of your family. You know, yes, your your wife has a man of God to look up to. Your son has a, a father and a man of God to to emulate growing up. Because trust me, our children will definitely be examples of the life we live before them. Oh, yes. Okay, so I, have a question, I have a question for Pastor Dini. I have a question yes, to you. How would you, for those listeners, for young men that are listening, that we pray that are listening, how would you tell them that they didn't have a father as a man of God as strong as your father has been, your mother has been, your grandmother, your great-grandparents? How do you tell them? How do you draw them to Christ? How do you tell them that even though you didn't come from this lineage, you can yes. still have a chance in Christ? How would you tell them? Well, first off, um, those that didn't have the the uh, the chance or the 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 upbringing that I had, it's 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 all it goes back to to, to the first talk truths is that God is our Father, and if we if we understand that and we know that because He made us, you know, um, you know the Bible says He said He knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb, you know, and if if we understand that God is our Father. If I don't have an earthly father that didn't raise me or a mother, that he is that. You know, he is my mother. He is my father. Um, so it's 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 a it's a relationship thing, and you have to draw those that don't know and has never experienced a father's um, a father or mother and is longing for a father and a mother's uh, hunger. You have to draw them with love and kindness, and you have to really rely on Christ to give you not just the words to speak, but you have to live your life before those that are yearning for that, that they will be drawn to it, you know, because it's God draws them. It's not us that draw that draws the, the, the loss, you know. He uses us to... to as tools to bring them unto the Father and to reconcile them as Christ did us. But it's just our job to 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 be a, a, a stepping stool. So it's 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 God that He He's the one that draws them. We just have to be obedient and open and listening to what God is telling us at, at that hour, that very minute, when whenever we are around someone or when we are not around them. Because you know we must believe that they're 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 watching us when we don't even think they're watching us. You know yes, we can yes. go do dirt and we can go do dirt and and we could be in another state and you know we're comfortable because hey nobody knows me here. But you never know who's watching you. Not only Christ and God is watching you, but you just don't know. So we have to relate that to them that God is your Father because at the end of the day that's who we are going to. Uh, we're going to have to give an answer to, you know, 
we're gonna mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna have to give an account to our father, to our God, you know. Um so we have to really be on on the watch, be like the watchers on the wall and we have to know and understand that, you know, what God has planted in us, um, we have to share it. And just be obedient, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, they're not it's not the point that they're following us, but they're following the Christ in us. So, you know, we just plant the seed and, you know, God will come and water and he'll you know, he'll get the increase. That's you know, that's all we're waiting for. Amen, amen, amen. Well, we have come to the end of the the, the broadcast, but it has been an awesome, awesome show and, a, and an incredible honor just to, to hear from this man of God. This uh, I'm going to stop calling you a young man because you are a man of God, okay? Just a straight-up man of God, you know, and you shared wisdom um, beyond your years today, so we 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 thank God for that. We absolutely thank God for that. Thank you so thank much you for, for coming on and for sharing thank with you. us. Thank you. We are thank we you. are blessed by it. it. We are blessed by it. Thank well, you so our, much. our funny man had to jump off earlier. He had to get back to work, but we thank D.L. Henry for joining us as well, and thank you, my sister, for your time. Thank you. God is thank good. you, Elder. It's an honor. It's an honor. Elder. Amen. It's an honor. Jenny, thank you. Well, we just thank you. I love you guys. We love yeah, you. I love you guys. Amen. Amen. Well, that that brings us to our conclusion. We're believing God that you will have an incredible week. Um, trust Him. Allow Him to use you. Allow the Spirit of the Living God to stand upright in you. That your vertical relationship was on point with God, because that will straighten out all your horizontal relationships around you. Hmm. God bless you. Have an incredible week in the Lord. God bless. You know what? Let's keep it real.